Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to the Two Scene Podcast. Welcome first time listeners to the Two Scene Podcast, the podcast where two aspiring sports journalists sit down and talk baseball. I am your host, Tyler Foy, and alongside me today is my co-host, Nathan Lannon. And today we're going to be talking about what has happened over the past week in baseball and how the regular season has really capped itself off this year. Right. I mean, it really, it really was like a, an exciting ending to the season as well. We're going to be getting into our wild card previews in this episode. But first off, we're definitely going to break, out, break down how the season ended. And Nate, I mean, what a wild way to just like finish off yeah. the season. I mean, it, honestly, I feel like with, how, with the AL wild card race winding down the way it did, there was so much tension and so much potential for chaos. And honestly, it just didn't happen. And I feel kind of dissatisfied. You feel it, robbed. I feel robbed of the chaos. I really wanted that four-way tie. I really wanted chaos. I really wanted them to all have this. all four teams left to just dogfight for those two wildcard spots. But alas, you know, sometimes you can't have nice things, and that's okay. I was extremely relieved. <laughs> In fact, the day that the Red Sox were playing for Game 162, which we should preface is that what we're mentioning is that there was a possibility if the Red Sox had lost, if the Yankees had lost, if the Blue Jays and Mariners won, there would have been a four-way tie in the for the American League wildcard positions. And it didn't happen. The Yankees ended up winning. The Red Sox won. The Blue Jays won. The Mariners lost. Doesn't matter because the Red Sox and Yankees are in aren't classic Mariners fashion. I should add. I don't know if it's classic Mariners fashion. Well, I mean, they, classic Mariners they worked fashion so hard that, to get there. Well, I well yeah, of course. And this team's definitely better and younger than teams that have gotten this close before. But like to stay alive until game one sixty two and then just fall apart in the final game, that is reminiscent. Of the Mariners' history. I, don't, I, I will say that. I don't know if I'll say they fell apart. I mean, I feel like they, they, they yeah, performed well. well. The, the first innings hurt them, but, I mean, they still yeah. tried to chip back and well, fight yeah, their sure. way in. But Yeah, but they lost in, that for, in those first few innings. But at the same time, it's like, I'm not saying they fell apart because this is definitely a season to be proud of for the Mariners. Because, I mean, a 90-win season, that's better than, I'm sure, any fan's expectation going into the year. But I'm just saying, like, the absolutely classic nature in which they lost in which in which they blew their postseason opportunity in game 162 is not unprecedented for the Mariners mm-hmm. at least to blow it that late I mean. and and how are you Nate on day game 162 I was uh, watching <laughs> five games at once uh, my Twitter fingers were hot I was I was definitely paying attention and the, locked in the, to every see that's game. the thing though the one game I was really really locked into was the Mariners game because I really wanted to see them make the playoffs and I was sorely disappointed I mean I can't imagine not more disappointed than Mariners fans obviously but I mean you know in a situation, <laughs> let's say the Mariners did win, though. I mean, they yeah. still wouldn't have made the playoffs because the Red Sox and Yankees yeah. were were there to take the crown on that part. Yeah, that it is unfortunate. The Nat, I mean, to I be don't fair, think it's unfortunate. To be fair, but... well, yeah, you don't. You're a Red Sox fan, but to be fair, the Nationals did have the Red Sox on the ropes for a little bit, for so, a while, for a while. So I, I, di- I was holding out hope that entire time. That like, oh, maybe the Mariners will come back in the ninth or something and the Sox will just not be able to put away the Nationals and we'll just get ca- and we'll get chaos or something. I but was, it didn't I, happen. I was in so much stress during that day. 
it felt like after the first four innings, five innings that the Red Sox were going to be playing in game 163. And I was, I was pretty disappointed with that. I didn't want, obviously, that to happen. But the Red Sox battled back from behind. And it's something that the Red Sox have done all season long is come from behind victories, having one of the highest amount of those in the season across the entire major leagues. So, I mean, there's definitely something to this Red Sox team that, you know, maybe they can bring into the postseason with some momentum. I mean, getting the sweep was important to close out the season. The Yankees won their game against the Rays, but, yeah. I mean, they had a and tough time. On, yeah, it was, like, it was uh, eight innings of just rough sledding for the Yankees, and then one, like, I think it was, like, a walk-off single for Aaron Judge in that game. Yeah, it was, that, yeah. it was infield, and I can't believe they didn't intentionally walk Judge yeah, that, to set up the, the force play at home. I don't, maybe, I mean, Judge almost struck out in that at-bat just due right. to... Uh, just, so clutch, though. He just hit a squibbler that got tipped off the pitcher's glove and then the play at the plate was too late because the ball was slowed right. down they had been playing infield in and everything but man I, I feel like i feel like you walk Aaron judge there to face stanton but stanton well, yeah, has but, been clutch yeah stanton's also been white hot as of late as like the series against the red sox so i see that's the thing if you're walking Aaron judge do you want to go into Giancarlo stanton who is red hot i mean granted he does strike out more than maybe any other player on the Yankees, but he ha again he has been super hot lately. So I don't know I if just, it was necessarily the wrong decision I not just to walk like Judge. You create the force out at every base, and you go from there. But I mean, at the same time, Kevin Cash had nothing to play for, right? Yeah. I mean, like, like, I mean, other than that, other than a hundred and first win, which at that point was all, which at that point a hundred was already a franchise record. So and they were positioned to have the buy have that buy in the first round play the winner of the wild card game. So either way, the Rays were set and it didn't really make a difference. So even if it was like the wrong decision, even if you think that, it really didn't matter in the grand scheme of things. Yeah, and it, it was a really close game. Of course, there was no score going into the bottom of the ninth, and the Tampa Bay Rays had so many opportunities and so many men left on base in that game. I mean, they really should have scored earlier, and they missed out on their opportunities. They lose the game, but the Yankees win it. They secured the wild card spot for themselves, the first team in the American League, or well, the first team to do it in the American League, yeah. of course, just kind of securing that spot and, and leaving the rest up to leaving the rest up to fate. But I mean the Yankees definitely I mean they just they, they played well throughout August and September and they deserve the spot. Yeah, they they did deserve the spot. especially getting getting hot late did help. But speaking of getting hot late I do want to talk about the Blue Jays because it also feels extra unfortunate that they didn't make it despite having the white hot uh, August and September that they did. Right. Like it like they they were like like their record was middle of the pack at the beginning of the month. Suddenly they're a 91 win squad, I think. And they just barely miss out on the playoffs. Like even still like they made mince, they made utter mincemeat of the Orioles. And and they're I, I will say of those teams contending for that last wild card spot in that weekend, I think the Blue Jays played the best, which is unfortunate because they didn't make it in the end. But it won't be the last time we see those Blue Jays. No. They're so young. They're so talented. I mean, and they in still that have money to spend. Yeah, I mean, and their their stars and people that they paid for in the in previous off seasons, in this past off season, showed out during the Orioles series. And it's it was technically October baseball, yeah. as you know. And George Springer had that massive grand slam and opening home run 
to start that game. And, and I think it's important for them to just know that there's a lot of positivity on the horizon for them and that they can go back out there next season and probably still perform. But, you know, that's next season. There's still a lot yeah. of stuff to happen this off season yeah. or postseason, should I say, right, right. and off season. But, I mean, the Blue Jays were fantastic in their games against the Orioles. Just, unfortunately, couldn't get it done. Or, well, yeah. The Red Sox. Well, they didn't did get lose. it done, but the other Red teams Sox didn't got it lose. done enough, and they were already ahead. Like they, like they were in the same boat as the Mariners. They needed one of the Yankees or Sox to lose, and just didn't. And that just didn't happen. So unfortunate that they miss out on the playoffs. But like you said, they will be back. They have, uh, I think, they have uh, who a player who might be the AL MVP in Vlad Guerrero Jr. Like they have a fantastic young core. They've still got. Uh, they, they can still spend, they, I think they're going to spend this off season. I don't see why they wouldn't, but they are going to have to keep Robbie Ray. They're going to have to do some work in that end, but assuming they keep Robbie Ray and they spend a bit more, they should be even better. I could see them next season being potentially even better than the Yankees or Red Sox if they uh, make the right moves. But yeah, it definitely won't be the last time we see the Blue Jays. Yeah, and I'm so happy, of course. I'm ecstatic that the the Red Sox did make it to this this playoff game. But I mean, at the same time, I don't know how confident I can even be going into it with the game being against the Yankees. One yeah. game playoff, anything can happen. <laughs> On the National League side, though, I think there was, a, there was a little bit of an interesting game story. Of course, the Giants and the Dodgers were fighting it out for the West Division title. Eventually, the Giants actually took the game pretty... They were... I mean, they showed out extremely well against the they Padres. They wanted it. They wanted it. They wanted it bad. They they really wanted that division they title. They wanted it so bad that yeah. Logan Webb went deep. <laughs> Pitchers yeah. who rake. I mean, they, des- who rake. they destroyed the uh, the Padres in their performance. Well, and there were some actual points when they were up only... Well, they were up by like eight runs, but the bases were loaded for the Padres. I was like, oh my God, can the Padres do Slam Diego? Didn't do Slam Diego. They are going to be out of the... They are out of the postseason. The Giants find themselves with the West Division title for the first time since 2012. So good on them. Franchise record wins this season. I think they ended up with 107. 107, yeah. Best record in the majors, best record in their division with some... With a nut, with yet another World Series contending juggernaut, uh, it, they've I I mean they've had definitely one of the oddest seasons I can remember, like in just in league history, in recent memory. Yeah, but I mean, it, despite their weird season, I mean. Yeah. Those are the type of ones that you talk about for a while, and especially if they go on and win a championship. If they win it all this year, this is going to be one of the, I feel like, one of the most talked about I can't uh, World wait. Series teams in MLB history with just how odd they are. I can't wait for the documentary series for yeah. it, you know? It's going to be super interesting whether or not they can perform in the playoffs. And, I mean, they have a lot of veterans on the team that can provide that, you know, that veteran spirit i mean they've been there done that before like buster posey crawford evan longoria i mean they, yeah. they have those people in the locker room to hold down the fort and and we'll see i mean they even have cueto right yeah do a little shimmy on they've the mound. Got everybody they've got everybody back they've got a ton of good veterans who've all been there before i will say uh i i will say that i do think that they come out of the nl to the world series but i, I know we're not quite at predictions yet yeah, the Giants have both the experience and the talent to go deep in the playoffs, which I think they will. But before that, they do, uh, with, the, not, with the best record in the MLB, they're going to be facing either the Dodgers or Cardinals uh, after, the, after uh, tomorrow, which will be very interesting. I think, 
I think the Cardinals have a chance to win. I don't know if they will, but uh, a Dodgers-Giants NLDS would be uh, must-see television, I think. Oh, it's going to be spectacular if they make it there, of course. I mean, the Dodgers, I think, are extremely heavy favorites in the matchup against the Cardinals, but the Cardinals have been so good. And I think before we we get into the wildcard preview for that, because that is going to be later this episode, how about we just give a whole synopsis about what the playoffs look like going into it so as we mentioned the yankees and the red sox face each other for the american league wild card while in the national league the dodgers and the cardinals are going to be facing off each other in terms of division series the white sox and the astros will be facing off against each other i think that that's just a side note i think that series is going to be arguably the best for divisional weekend i'm i'm going to watch every game in that series absolutely i'm going to try to watch every single game well yeah well, sure, but like we are very busy. We both have a lot of work to do, but I'm going to uh, take out a lot of time to watch the ALDS between the Sox and Astro, the White Sox and Astros. I think that's going to be a fantastic series. Nate, I paid $70 for <laughs> YouTube TV just for this month so I could watch all the games. Oh my God. Hell yeah. You, you know what? I, res- I respect the dedication. I respect it. And then following the Astros and White Sox series, the... American League will also have the Tampa Bay Rays facing off whoever wins the wild card game. On the National League side, we have Atlanta versus Milwaukee. Probably not, probably the series is going to be talked about the least in this whole ordeal, yeah. but honestly, I think that could be a really good series. I mean, they're two be. teams that are evenly matched, in my opinion, and because without Acuna on that, uh, at, you know, on that Braves team, it's definitely going to make them a lot weaker. But, I mean, yeah. they still find themselves in the division lead. Of course, having one of the lower records in yeah. baseball to not, make it to the not playoffs. Not to mention that they ran over, even without their best player, they ran over a cakewalk division because the Phillies and Mets just utterly uh, tripped over themselves as they have been the past few seasons. Yeah, I mean, I, I think there's there's a lot to be said about the Braves and, and what they've done and what they can do better going right. into the next season. But, I mean, the, that series against Milwaukee is going to be a good one to pay attention to. Yeah. But I think it is going to be a lower-tier match. And then, as you mentioned, as the Giants will be facing off whoever wins the National League wild card. I mean, I think we've got some exciting series here, Nate. Yeah, these definitely are some exciting series. As for my opinions on Braves-Brewers, I, I do think it'll be a close series. It'll be one to pay attention to, naturally. I think the Brewers will come away just because I think that the Braves have been beleaguered by injuries this year. And uh, they did they did have a relatively softer uh, division to run over. And I think that'll show that their lack of, uh, that their lack of uh, superstar talent and the fact that they ran over an easy division is going to show against the Brewers. I think it'll be close. I think it maybe go. I think it goes to four games, but I definitely see the Brewers coming out of that one. I, I don't know. I, I feel. I I also agree that I think the Brew Crew is going to shine in that one, but I don't know if it's going to be that the Braves are going to show their you know. I think I don't their think weaknesses. I don't think they're a bad team. I just think compared to the other teams in the playoffs, they definitely have the most weaknesses. Yeah, I can see that because, yeah. I mean, the Brewers just have such good starting pitching and pitching overall. Right. That's where they really show their strong suit. Yeah, I will say the Brewers definitely do have one big exploitable weakness, but it's their only real weakness, if you ask me, and that's their batting. Well, it's, I mean, it's, that's it's, a pretty big bad. part about baseball. Well, of course, but it's not bad. It's just, like, you got to wonder, 
Like, you're, you're going to need some clutch hitting if you're the Brewers. Like, you're going to need Yelich to step back into prime form. You're going to need uh, a few more bats to heat up if you want to make it far. But against a Braves team that I th- that might as well have limped here, I think that they'll be just fine. I don't see them going much farther, though. But moving on from the uh, divisional series to the wildcard preview, Red Sox and Yankees tonight in Fenway. Garrett Cole versus Nathan Eovaldi is his... Uh, Primetime television. Enough, yeah, Primetime television, the greatest rivalry in sports in a winner-take-all wildcard game. The, I can, the tension in the air here oh, in Boston is it's palpable. So, it's yeah. so nerve-wracking when you talk about it like that, Nate. Right. I mean, of course, our viewers and <laughs> listeners are going to know the results of it after we're done talking about our takes on the game and, and what we see the important factors going into it, but... As a Red Sox fan, and I, I'm just, I am, I, I've, I feel like I'm not as nervous as I could be. I feel like at game time, there's going to be a part of me that's going to be like, I can't take my, my face off the screen. I, I have to do so much today um, that I can't even watch the game tonight until like maybe, the game start time is eight, which is very, yeah. very kind of them because I won't be able to watch the game until like nine. Right. So I'm going to miss the, the few first innings there and I, whew, I don't know how I'm going to do it. I don't yeah. know how I'm going to keep focused on what I have to cover You're going to have one eye on your work, and the other eye is going to be frantically like shaking out of your head watching the Yankees and Red Sox. I'm wearing my Red Sox jersey, and I've been out today multiple times, and I've been told, go Yankees, go Sox. <laughs> I've been actually told a lot more go Yankees than I thought I would yeah. walking around uh, downtown Boston, but I mean, I feel like maybe they maybe they're like Mets fans. They travel well. They travel well. But like, I will say, if you're a Yankees fan coming to this game, I I will going to this game tonight. I will say, I think you have a lot of guts. The matchup for tonight is Garrett Cole versus Nathan Eovaldi, a matchup yeah. that we saw just uh, just the other weekend ago when the right. Yankees swept the Red Sox. That doesn't give me a lot of confidence, <laughs> but there is some things that point in the Red Sox favor in this matchup. I mean, of course, the Yankees did win against Eovaldi, and Eovaldi did not look good. But this season, Eovaldi versus the Yankees in six starts is 2-2 two and two with a 3.71 ERA, while Garrett Cole against the Red Sox has four starts against them. He is also 2-2, two and two, but he has a 4.91 ERA. And the Yankees, of course, winning the last three games in Fenway are 4-6 and six in Fenway this season. And right. going into the postseason play Yankees Sox is a matchup that you know the the rivalry right. it's a but lot of high stakes it to be fair it is one game anything could happen I, I don't know I don't even know if uh those odds necessarily uh mean too much I don't think the they Yankees. mean anything right I don't think I don't think but, those because sta- it, yeah, it doesn't it's matter one singular game well no not is, even just saying that yeah, but I mean in a season that long all the Uvalde Garrett Cole statistics that I listed mean nothing until game time. I mean, so much. There's so yeah. much on the line. I mean, when you talk about, of course, people showing out, every performance is going to be different. So it's it's really difficult to look at the past experiences from both of these guys who are elite arms in, in like yeah. coming into this game. I mean, I just think the most thing the. I just think the most important thing you have to look at is Eovaldi's start last time he was out against the Yankees and just how atrocious it was. <laughs> I mean, the Red Sox were out of the game by the first inning when he let go three runs. Right. I mean, if you're we can't it, have that. We yeah, can't have that. If you're that. looking at it recently, I like if you're looking at these pitching outs recently, Garrett Cole 
was just recently pretty good against the Sox, and Nate Evaldi was just recently terrible. But, but I don't know how much that even matters. I will still take Garrett Cole in that matchup just because he is, I think, a better player than Nate Evaldi. I do think that the Yankees are going to win tonight because they just... Like, Garrett Cole this season, Cy Young candidate, he has essentially been what is a free win for them. That is, except against the Red Sox, he's where he's 500 and with a questionable ERA to boot. And, I mean, Garrett Cole this season, I mean, or in the last start following his start against the Red Sox, he did not have a good performance against the Toronto Blue Jays. But we know the right. Toronto Blue Jays' offense is just that good as well. So, I mean, there's a lot of talking points there. And Ivaldi, who went on to face the... Orioles, which the Orioles are not a great team. He went on and shoved. He did yeah. a very good job against the Orioles in his last start. Garrett Cole had a questionable start against the Blue Jays. So, I mean, we got very different MOs coming into the It does feel like season. Garrett Cole has been a bit shakier towards the end of the season. Like that catastrophically bad start he had against the Indians. And then, I mean, I know that was a, a good bit ago, but it was still... It's still noteworthy with how late it happened, and then questionable starts again. Like like you said, questionable start against the Blue Jays. Yeah, they do have a great offense, though. Like I will say that, uh, I I feel like enough. Like there's enough uh, precedent here where you look at these players and these stats, and you think, okay, well, Garrett Cole's been good against these teams, and he hasn't been that great against the Sox. And Nate Evaldi, he he's been better against the Yankees, but he hasn't been great recently. Like even with all of this precedent, I feel like it's still for one game at the very end of the year, the winner take all wild card game uh, for the for the chance to move on. I feel like it's, it's so easy to just throw that precedent out of the window, right? Especially with like how minuscule one game in the grand scheme of things usually is, and with the intense rivalry these two teams have. Anything really could happen. And there's some key parts or key players missing off the Red Sox roster. J.D. Martinez injured himself tripping over second base while running to yeah. right field in he's the last tonight, game. Right? He's not in the playoff roster, so yeah. he is off the. He's not in tonight. No Saramura, which he has been. Of course, he's had a little bit of some rocky um, yeah. appearances recently, but against the Yankees this year, Saramura is has a 2.70 ERA over 6.2 innings pitched. He's let go five hits, two earned runs. He's given up six walks, but he has 10 Ks against the Yankees. He's done very well. So I don't know why they felt the need to leave him off the roster, um, but he's not going to be there tonight. No. Darwinson Hernandez also will not be performing with the team tonight as well as Chris Sale. Of course, Chris Sale just pitched recently, so I guess he wouldn't like, be playing anyway. But there's, hey, there is a chance. Chris Sale, fun fact: after this, his questionable start against the Nationals, came to Alex Cora in his office and asked him and pleaded with him to let him start the wild card game. Yeah, I will say. I mean, he probably would. You think? Like, I mean, I doubt Alex Cora. Even if he had played well, I doubt Alex Cora would have listened to him. If, if only because he would need that rest. And I don't know how reliable Chris Sale on little rest has been before. Like maybe like on two days rest or something in the playoffs. I don't know how reliable he has been. But uh, I will say like his, he did, he was a bit shaky against the Nationals. I don't think that helped his case. But either way, I don't think he'd be starting today even if he had played, even if he'd pitched a no hitter. 
Yeah, no, I mean, no shot. There's no way he would be starting. I, right. I just think it's funny that he went up to Cora and was like, hey, let me pitch this game. I just pitched, but yeah, let me... I just, I just had a terrible start, but Guys, let me pitch. It, Alex, it'll be fine. I swear. I swear. But, Crazy no. guy. <laughs> hey, hey, but, but yeah. I, like, I like the passion from him. It's what we need right. going into this series. Tonight, the Red Sox will have... Probably, I mean, Schwaba will be definitely DHing in the spot of yeah. JD being out, and that means the outfield, in my opinion, will probably be Verdugo, Kike, and um, Renfro, yeah. which is preferable to be honest. If we're the, talking over defensively, JD, yeah. over JD, yeah, yes, absolutely. But missing JD's bat, despite him having a cold spell, is probably going to be a little painful. I mean, like he's been not great over the past like month, so. Maybe missing his bat will be. I mean, he's clutch though. That's right. But the thing is, you know who else is clutch? Who Hunter else? Hunter Renfro. Hunter Renfro. Hunter Renfro yeah. has been absolutely amazing I see for the his, Sox. This I see he, him tweeted more about by Red Sox fans than pretty much any other player on that team. Yeah. Like with how with how clutch Hunter Renfro has been this season, it's like he has these pockets of brilliance that I that I like. Whenever it happens, like I I see Red Sox Twitter like going off. Like, I mean, what Hunter a pickup Ren- from Heim Bloom. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Heim Bloom has done an awesome job uh, constructing this Red Sox roster. Those depth signings that we talked about at the beginning of the year have really paid in bunches for the Red Sox. Like, they've just been... They have been, like... They've all had, I think, these, like, stretches or pockets of brilliance where they've just been great. And they've been able to step up in key situations, which is a testament to not only the heart of the Red Sox, but also Heim, Bloom, Heim Bloom's ability to build a team. Yeah, they actually gave him the lineup card after the win, after they secured the wild card spot. Um, yeah. And I think that was a cool moment. You know, you know, you just you got to give it to the front office and what they were able to per, put together this season with against all odds and yeah. find themselves in the playoffs. I do want to mention that the last time Eovaldi faced the Yankees in the postseason, it was Game 3 of the 2018 ALDS, where he only allowed one run over seven innings. But that was in Yankee Stadium. Right. And that was in 2018. So That is true. Very different times, but so that's that a little Red Sox something team, to think about. Also something to think about. That Red Sox team was one of the best in, fr- in their very long franchise history. Yeah, they won that game yeah. 16-1. to Brock Holt had a cycle. I remember watching yeah. that game on TV. It was electric. It was exciting. Mm. And I mean, I would love for him to go another seven strong innings tonight. I don't see that happening. Yavaldi going seven innings. I feel like at most he's going to go six, and then it's going to go for the bullpen. If he does terrible, I mean, the game's yeah. over. So, I mean, it's, it's going to be up to him. He's got to lead the charge, and... We're going to be excited to see who goes right. out and wins it. And let's talk about that, Nate. Right. Who is going to win this game? I think the Yankees take it. I think starting Garrett Cole. I don't know. The Red Sox bats have been great. I don't know if it's enough to overcome Garrett Cole in this one outing, especially when, like, just in the pitching matchup alone, you have to give the Yankees the upper hand and the benefit of the doubt just because Garrett Cole has been that ace. He's been one of the best pitchers in baseball, arguably the best in baseball this year. Like, you can't really count anything against Garrett Cole, even with some shakier, per, per, shakier performances than not as of late. But even so, I'm taking the Yankees. Their hitting has been way too clutch lately. Garrett Cole is an ace. And as much as I hate to admit it, you know, they do. They have looked pretty damn good coming into the postseason, even with, even with, and they endured two series against the Jays and Rays to secure that wild card spot in which 
in which they very easily could have missed the postseason altogether. So I think they've been through a lot, and I think that comparatively the re- a game against the Red Sox after fighting through the Yankees and Jays shouldn't be as much of a problem for them. I'm going to have to stick with my Red Sox, and I think you understand that. I think despite a lot of the things that are facing against them, uh, they've been proving people wrong all season, obviously proving critics wrong all season, and, and just I have to stick with my Red Sox. I'm pulling for them to win this game. Is it favorable? Probably not, but I, I think they win. I mean, it is They're in gonna Fenway. Win. They're going to win. They I'm manifesting finish, it. They did finish with the same record, and it is in Fenway, but, you know, Yankees did sweep the last three at Fenway. So, you know, we'll see. But uh, I, I, will, I, I will say this game feels so even. even th- this game feels so even, but... It's going to have me rocking also, in my chair. Yeah, but that also might just be because, like, they, it, it is that wild card game when where anything it is one singular game anything can happen and moving on from the al wildcard game how about dodgers versus cardinals in la max scherzer versus adam wainwright these two teams have been some of the hottest in baseball uh towards throughout the entire month of september and towards the end of the year both scherzer and wainwright scherzer's one is last 11 wainwright's one is last eight something has to give for the Dodgers and Cardinals. And even on another side note, the Cardinals have won 11 straight road games and the Dodgers have won 15 straight home games. Right. I mean, what is this clash of heads that we're yeah, getting this here? Is like, this is like watching two like Ferraris speed towards each other at full speed. This is like, this is, I mean, something, don't, there are no people in the car. It's just, they are just crashing towards each other something's got to give someone it's it's insane that someone has to come out on top of this matchup because it with how hot these two teams have been it feels like it's a shame for either one of them to bow out early this yeah, early in the no. playoffs i mean i mean they've been hot but i mean both of them didn't win their division so i mean we got to take that, that into account i mean they had opportunities to get out of this one game wild card which first off just prefacing i hate the one game wild card. <laughs> I understand it for the maybe for a three baseball. game. I, yeah, I, feel like I think a three it should be a three game series. Yeah. I think it should be a three, three game five, series. Three five seven seven. Easy. I think that's a good way of going about it. But hey, I'm no I'm no commissioner, right? That's true. I'm no commissioner. I'm no Rob Manfred. Yeah, but, but I think that's a good thing. I I don't want to be Rob. <laughs> I don't Manfred. think we want to be Rob Manfred. No, I do not. But I mean, this is going to be a really good matchup. I think this game is probably going to be. I'm going to have more fun watching this game than watching the Red Sox-Yankees yeah. game. There's, I don't yeah. think I'm going to have no, any fun watching no the Red Sox-Yankees. No emotional Sox stress or investment in this game I, for either of us. It's just going to be a fun game of hopefully, like, lightning I, shooting out of bats, electric baseball. I don't think this it's going to... I think it's going to be the opposite. I think it's yeah. going to be lightning shooting out of these pitchers' hands. Well, sure. But, like, I'm. it's it's more of an expression. I like, got you. Yeah. But you did either say way. the bats, okay? Well, yeah, you know what I mean. I, I mean, either way, I, I still think this could be like a high-hitting game. I mean, not to the later innings with how hot these pitchers have been, but, you know, it still I, could be. Now, <laughs> this series is going to be super interesting, and, and we don't I don't have as much on it as I did for the Red Sox-Yankees. And I think there's, for a good part there, is because the Dodgers are just such heavy favorites going yeah. into this game, despite the Cardinals being really good, obviously, making it to this point, and they've been hot, but I mean... Let's be honest here. The Dodgers won 106 games. They how they performed how well this season? They are the World Series champs. They have yeah. how many superstars in their lineup? Of course, they are facing off against a team that is hot right now, but they're hot too, yeah. man. They are pretty hot. For those of our viewers that watch football, this reminds me a lot 
of like when the Colts and Chiefs faced off in the divisional round a few years ago. I think the Colts at that point had won 11 straight going into that game. And the Chiefs, obviously, Patrick Mahomes, they were just a total juggernaut. It really feels like the anticipation in that game is similar to the one here, where it's like you have the hot, you have, I think, what's been the hottest team in baseball down the stretch versus an absolute juggernaut in the Los Angeles Dodgers, the defending champions. So it'll be interesting to see what, again, it'll just be so interesting to see what gives or if this game will be close. Like, I feel like it might not be close, though, only because, like, if something has to give, I feel like either one of these two teams' momentum is just going to come to a screeching halt instead of a gradual decline, if that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, I I absolutely agree with that, but... At the same time, I mean, it's one game. Right. There's two great pitchers on the mound, Scherzer, Wainwright. One person to look out for in the Cardinals camp is Tyler O'Neill has been hot. So watch for him to try to spark something for those Cardinals. But despite the efforts from St. Louis, I feel that the Dodgers will be taking this wild card game. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I will say, I think I'm pulling for the Cardinals here. Just I would because like the Cardinals I'm, win, Just too. because, again, I'm here for the chaos. Play spoiler. Yeah, play spoiler. I'm here for the chaos. But I think with how hot these two teams have been, you got to give it to the Dodgers only because they have a genuinely titanic amount of talent. Note my word choice there. Titanic. They could crash and sink horribly, but I, do, but I don't think they will. Uh, I do think that the Dodgers just have way too much talent for them to give in quicker than the Cardinals have, who have been riding almost pure momentum on this streak. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I completely agree. How cool would it be if the way this game ended was with an Albert Pujols walk-off? Oh, my Wouldn't that be God. Cool? That's, it won't. That, I mean, not for Cardinals fans. That's going to feel like... that. That'll feel like the most painful playoff loss in their history. Just like, like getting walked off by Albert Pujols in Dodger blue. You know, like a like a, just pinch, a, real, a pinch hit at yeah. bat or something like, <laughs> like that. Like they pinch hit him, he walks it off. That's just going to be an absolute knife through the heart if Albert Pujols walks off the Dodgers against the Cardinals in the wild card round. But I, I, I will say, I do think the Dodgers will win. I doubt that happens, unfortunately. <laughs> oh, uh, I doubt it happens too, yeah, but I think it would be pretty spectacular. Just, yeah, just heartbreaking chaos. Would just I'm I'm here for I'm here for the heartbreaking chaos because I have because I'm not watching the Mets in this postseason, so I have no emotional investment. So it's it's just fun baseball. It's just from here on out, it's fun. It's I, just fun. <laughs> For some, it's fun. <laughs> for some, it's stressful. Yeah. And for the most of us, though, we're going to enjoy the ride no matter right, what right. happens here. And with that, that is going to be this episode of the Two Seam Podcast. I do want to let you all know that this weekend's episode will have a special guest, so stay tuned for that. Going to do a little spicing yeah. up on the podcast here. Maybe not just me and Nate doing it every single week, right, but right. going to have some additions Adding... into this postseason. Yeah, special guest coming on the next episode of the Two Seam Podcast. You'll definitely want to stay tuned for that. Having three people in the booth will definitely be interesting. Yeah, the studio is going to be packed with people <laughs> it here. It will be packed. It's going to be, be in the stew going crazy. It's going to be intense. Maybe next episode we're with, I mean, there's only so much <laughs> you could talk about each matchup for the division series right. going forward. So we're probably going to mix it up and add some 
season recaps yeah. or certain talk about like disappointments surprises certain mvp candidates awards all that stuff yeah certain highlights throughout the postseason to fill up the gap so we're definitely going to be giving you guys some playoff news and postseason news as well as just reminding you guys about some moments in the season that we kind of want to pick out and just talk about but with that of course that is going to be the end of this two scene podcast we really appreciate you tuning in to this week's episode of this wild card preview that we're gonna have going into tonight very very stressful on my part of course once again you guys know the results of the game so you can imagine whether or not i'm getting ice cream because i'm happy or i'm getting ice cream because i'm sad so <laughs> stress eating or uh happy eating you know one of so the two celebration is, or just lament one of the two is happening on the release right. date of this podcast hope you guys watch both games both wild card games thank you guys once again for listening to the two scene podcast and we look forward to seeing you guys again this weekend